Hertz has got it, wants to throw. Hertz setting up the screen. It is complete and blown up. Miles Sanders caught it. Malcolm Rodriguez was there waiting for him. That's a big play by Rodrigo. Boy, there was a lot of that Sunday, wasn't it? A lot, a lot of Rodrigo. A lot of, a lot of blown up plays by the Lions defense. When, look, we haven't talked about that a lot. Um, thanks for joining me, uh, 20 Minute in the Huddle podcast. Joined as I always am on, on Sunday nights um, by PJ Clark. And boy, what a, what, a, what, a, what a great win for the Lions. What a much needed win for the Lions after a five game skid. And to do it the way they did, yep. you know, with, with playing really good defense, you know, a defensive that, effort. That, that defense has been obviously has obviously taken a lot of criticism over the first seven games, and and look, some of it was deserved. Obviously, look at the statistics and the numbers. Um, you know, they, it hasn't been good, but boy, did they step up! You know, a, a tumultuous week in Allen Park where you saw your defensive backs coach get relieved of his duties. You traded one of your offensive weapons away, and then for those guys to step up and play the way that they did, I mean, what what a what a great performance by that defense, and and they really won the game tonight. And I think you saw it from all three levels. The defensive line got pressure and gave Rodgers a hard time. The linebackers, Derek Barnes, had an absolutely great game. And then obviously the secondary, Kirby Joseph, nothing more you need to say than, than two interceptions from him today and saved a touchdown on a pass defense too. All three, all three levels for the first time all year really came together. You know, I think Brad Holmes had to be sitting up there after, oh, yeah. the, after the game and just with a huge smile on his face. And, and not because they snapped a five-game skid and because it was a much-needed win, but to see the impact that his rookie class had in this one. You know, Agent, Aiden Hutchinson obviously leads the team in sacks coming in, but but he gets a terrific uh, interception, reads a, a kind of trick-tackle play perfectly. Now, the ball was underthrown by Aaron Rodgers, but still he was in Even a position. Even the awareness to, to get up out of your stance. And it, exactly. He was in position to make that play, and and he gets it. And then you mentioned the, the, the plays by Kirby Joseph, who also had 12 tackles in the game. Who, he was or, 10 tackles in the game, second behind um, Barnes. Derek Barnes. And then you know, James Mitchell, right? A guy, you, you trade away Hawkinson. You, you, Mitchell's a guy who you know, averaged 17.2 yards per reception in his sophomore season at Virginia Tech. He averaged 16.7 yards per reception his uh, junior season. Comes back for his senior year after week two, boom, yep. tears the ACL. So, you know, it's been a slow progression to get him back into the mix. And, you know, obviously they were going to speed that up. He was on the podcast this week. We talked to him. and podcast bump right there, is. folks. It is. Maybe the guys will know. You You come on the 20 Minute Huddle podcast, yeah. you have a great week. Hey. And then we talked about you Sunday night. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll start to have people lined out the door in the studio in Allen Park here. But um, but no, but then he comes in, right, and, and has the game-winning touchdown, a three-yarder, has a crucial third down a catch third in the, down in the catch. fourth down yeah. or in the fourth quarter that allowed the, the clock to milk down a little bit more. And look, he's not the – the fastest guy in the world you know he's he's not the most explosive um, but he's a big body he does make plays down the field and and Jared Goff said after the uh after the game that he's one of the smartest players he's been around you know and to say that about a young guy and he just said he does everything right and and look throw Shane Zylstra you know into the mix you know to a, a tight end who stepped up but but speaking of the of the uh, you know and he's a second year player but the the rookie's Specifically, I mean, Brad Holmes had to love the fact that not only do you get a win, but you get a win by your rookie guys, your first round pick, um, your third round pick, 
um, you know, fifth round pick. And then obviously Malcolm Rodriguez, you know, he, you know, he had a right arm injury there, I think limited him a little bit, but again, still steady, steady when he's in there. So getting all that production from your rookies that, that had to, had to give a smile to to Brad Holmes for sure, and especially on on this week when you trade such an established player like T.J. Hawkinson for more draft picks, and you want to get your own guys in the building, I think it was a, a very good sign to see the Brad Holmes draft picks take another step this week. After you know Kirby's played very well recently, been taking steps on the field. You finally get Mitchell on the field for real this week and get a, a high percentage of snaps, and he delivered. And Hutchinson and Rodrigo keep getting better and better every week. So it's good. You know, it's obviously good that these young guys are getting in. Look, we've talked about this before. You're going to take some lumps at, at some times, but now these guys are producing more of the bigger plays and we're seeing them taking their lumps. You know, now you're getting to the midway point in the season and that just bodes well for the future of this football team, especially the defense when, when so many of the young guys are starting to come in and make plays. And, yep. you know, speaking of making plays too, the, 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 well, let's first off, let, let's listen to what Dan Campbell said about this defense after um, after the game, because I, you know, I thought he was he was freaking right on the mark with, with with what he said about today's defensive performance by the Lions. I'm proud of them. I just gave the game ball to AG. It's a hell of a job, man. Coaches his heart out, and uh, you know he put everything into it as he always does. And those guys responded. We knew we needed takeaways today. A minimum of two is what we talked about. And uh, Kirby Joseph came up big. Hutch got one. But as a whole, that defense, man, they they uh, they rose up and. Uh, you know, I thought we played aggressive. I did think we challenged on the perimeter. Look, some of the plays that they made, we were in the fight, and that's all you can ask for. We're in it. We're in it. So, all right, they made a play. But uh, I felt like, man, we made them go the hard way, the long, hard way, and uh, we were able to sustain. And uh, our defense, to go down to, the, go down to the wire and our defense make the final stop for the win, I think, is, uh, I think it's, it's crucial. It was crucial for that win, you know, Sunday night. And and you look at just some of the things that they were able to do to Aaron Rodgers. Three interceptions were tied for the most he's ever had yep. in a game. He's never thrown three interceptions in the red zone. And that's when I look at those plays, too. It's two of them in the Lions end zone, one of them in the Lions three-yard line. Like, those are impact plays. Yep. That's, the, that's taking points. Those are taking points off the board. of three. And when you're talking about a 15-9 to nine game, that's the difference. Those takeaways were the difference. And, Look, I know it was a point of emphasis all week. Aaron Glenn talked about it. The Detroit Lions came into uh, Sunday's game with only six takeaways. That was tied um, with the Washington Commanders um, for the second fewest in the league. I think only only Vegas had fewer with four. And so, I mean, it, it, it's crucial. Those are such huge plays. And to finally get them and for it to be your young guys that generate them, I think there's that. that's the exciting part about Sunday is that um, you know, the defense finally, you know, stepped up. And, and look, Green Bay's been dealing with injuries and young wide receiver core, and they dealt with injuries on Sunday. Yep. A number of guys on offense went out. So, but look, um, I- injuries are. A, you can a part only of the game. play who they put on the field. <laughs> and, and you did. You did a good job against them, you know, and, and look, I don't care what Aaron Rodgers has. Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame some someday and so to to have the performance that they did against him i thought was terrific yeah and i think again you hit on it the the young secondary even you know okuda let up a touchdown today but to stay like like coach said staying in the fight and forcing that fumble even at the end to give the lions a chance even though it went out of bounds you know just that's a hustle play and yeah. that's what you need out of the young guys on the back what about end. jerry jacobs oh yeah 
I mean, he stepped in. He plays a physical brand of football. And I talked to him. I, he, you know, he was a subject of my notebook on Friday. And I talked to him. And, boy, he was really, really excited um, to, 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 Just get, ready to get back to get more defensive snaps. And the Lions relied on him. And, again, he gave up some plays. But he was right there in phase, like Coach talked about, and, and made the guy make a play. There weren't the, the missed assignments, the blown calls, guys running you know, free in the secondary. And that's been the biggest issue with this defense. And, look, guys are going to make plays. That's, this is the NFL. Yep. I mean, you're going to give up catches. You're going to give up touchdowns. Guys are going to make plays. But be right there in a position to make a play yourself. And, boy, Jerry tackled hard. He made a couple crucial plays, one on third down late in that game. Um, and, and boy, he looks good. And if Jeff can continue to play like he does, and, and now Jerry picks up where he left off last season, now maybe you're starting to have something here in the secondary with Kirby Joseph. Obviously left the game in the fourth quarter with a, was a scary hit. He's in the concussion protocol. Dan, Dan Campbell said, you, you hope that young man's all right, especially after the last three games that he's had. But now with with Jacobs and Joseph and Elliott, you're gonna, you know you're going to get Walker back next year. And Akuda, you know, maybe you're starting to see some signs that this Lions secondary can, can start to play more consistent football. And even another guy today, and it ended up being you know overturned on a challenge, but Will Harris made a great play on, on that play to follow Lazard to the ground and get a hand in there and knock that out on a, on a crucial fourth down. That was a big play, too. I, I think the secondary across the board today, you know, you mentioned that the Packers have been struggling a little bit offensively, but... The secondary across the board, you know, followed followed the man, and there was not a lot of run after the catch outside of the one deep Lazard to the sideline, and there was not any MAs, and guys were right where they needed to be and attacked the ball, which I think was the difference today. And I think those guys took it a little personal this week. When, when your position coach gets relieved of his duties, you have to take that personal. Well, you know, well, what did I do that led to this? Yep. What can I do better. And I know Aaron Glenn spent a lot more time in that room this week and he came up with a terrific plan. I hope he continues to, to spend a lot of time in that room because whatever he said to those guys, whatever yeah. they came up with, do that some they more. Listen. Do you do that? Because that, whatever that was, that it looked great. Um, I think it confused Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I think it frustrated Aaron Rodgers a little bit and they were able to get those crucial turnovers that turned into the difference of the game. Now let's flip over offensively. And we, and we mentioned um, the, the trade for, you know, Hawkinson to Minnesota on Tuesday, you get some draft capital back, but it was going to leave a hole, right, yep. in that offense. You know, he, Hawkinson's a veteran guy who's made a lot of plays in his career, and now you had Shane Zalstra, who was a practice squad guy in his second year, Brock Wright, who was an undrafted free agent in his second year, and a rookie fifth-round pick in, in James Mitchell. And all Zylster does is come in off the practice squad and, and make a you know nice little sliding yep. catch for his first career touchdown to get the Lions on the board. We talked about the Mitchell touchdown that ended up being the game winner in the fourth quarter. Mitchell had a, a crucial catch. I thought they were all pretty good, you know, blocking on the perimeter. And so, um, you know, it, it was really, really good. And, and I thought Jared Goff said, said it great after the game when asked about those tight ends, about just their ability to step up, you know, when needed. Like, yeah, I, I, it's fun. It's really, it's really exciting, and uh, I think those two guys specifically have been so consistent through, you know, time, and have finally gotten their chance this week. And um, Shane's a guy that we've relied on for two years now at times, and then James kind of coming off his injury has kind of come into his own now. And so seeing them both through practice, the last handful of weeks, and then getting their chances today is, is exciting. You know, and, and trust, right? You've got to earn your quarterback's trust. That's something Mitchell and, and Zylstra's on Brock Wright at the end of last year when, when Hawkinson missed those last five games. He came up with a couple big yep. plays, a couple touchdowns. 
was pretty quiet today in, in, in the pass catching part of it. But again, I think that's a, a plus over TJ Hawkinson as a, as a run blocker. Yep. You know, Brock Wright, and I think James Mitchell's is going to trend that way too. So, um, you know, you obviously lose something with, without TJ, but you gain something too. The Lions relied on their run game, and then both those guys came up with critical plays in the red zone to score get the Lions on the board and help them get to get to two and six and get off that five-game schneid. And I think you're still seeing how the pass game is going to develop without TJ because that was such a reliable target. If you remember the beginning of last year, him and Jared had a very good connection before he got hurt. You're, you're still seeing, you know, Amon Ra only four catches today, but you're seeing how it's kind of going to work out. They're still getting there, only 15 points today, which is down from the high-scoring games at the beginning of the year. But did enough to win. Road, road Jamal, rode the offensive line, and that's all you need sometimes. Yeah, no, and that's a good point by you because, I mean, this was a Green Bay team ranked 29th in the NFL um, defending the run. I think they were allowing a little bit more than 141 uh, yards per, per game on the ground. But conversely, they were number two against the pass. Yeah. I think teams were only average about 174 yards. It's a good it's secondary. Not a lot there to begin with. It's a good rush. And so – you know, and, and Jared said as much after the game. He said, look, that they, they've got a good scheme over there. They're, they've got some good players in the past game. So we knew that was going to maybe be a little bit of struggle. So what do the Lions do? They see that they're, that they're playing really good defense. And so, you know, the, the game plan is to ride your strength, right? Go with your, 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 go with your dogs. Your dogs for the Detroit Lions are those big guys yep. up front. That's your strength. I mean, there's potentially four Pro Bowl players. Now they're all not going to make the Pro Bowl. But you have four Pro Bowl caliber players on your offensive line. Not many teams can say that. Nope. And so you pound the rock. You have that confidence after uh, Michael Bagley, Badgley's is, is, is ran into after the first Zylster touchdown. That you get the ball at the one-yard line. You get line. a yard. No hesitation. Dan Campbell, let's run Jamal Williams behind that offensive line. Let's get the extra point. And I thought they made a couple really nice runs in the fourth quarter uh, when they were trying to, you know, four-minute offense, trying to run that clock down. Um, and so they look, you rely on your strength. And then when you see your defense playing as well as they did, that they just kind of changed the game plan, play good defense, run the football. Let's play the time control clock game. And it worked perfect. Yeah. Especially like you said, once you see the defense pitch a shutout in the first half, you know, you can sit on it in the second half and just drain the clock as much as possible. And I thought they did a really good job of that. I think Jamal finished with 81 yards, 81 yards again. Yeah. I, 24, another... 24 carries. So the average is down a little bit, 117 yards total though. But yeah, I mean, you, that's what you needed in this. That's what this game dictates. Every game isn't, we need 300 yards of passing offense. We need to do this. Sometimes you just see your avenue to win and, and you've got to ride that. And even, you know, uh, again, Swift, not really involved terribly much today but justin jackson gave you a couple jolts and a couple first downs off the reserve list there and and you got what you needed from the run game again which has been a consistent all year one other guy before we before we check out here we've got a shout out is Derek barnes unbelievable what where was what i i think you're finally starting to to see him learn the yes. inside linebacker position 100 percent. that's a guy who played edge at purdue yep. until his last year and you saw a little bit of the edge coming through on on that blitz where he came right up the middle and he knows how to finish i mean this guy was an edge rusher and then they shifted him inside and i think you know now middle of year two i think he's finally starting to click i was shocked he didn't get a personal 
a foul penalty for the way he threw down Rodgers. Yeah, the way that the way quarterbacks are treated nowadays, I was I was right when I saw it, I was like, oh, what a great play! Oh no, yes, yeah, (laughs) you know, nice job. But for him to have the line he did, he made he filled the hole a couple times, especially down the red zone on the goal line. Yeah, oh man, he brought the hammer on that one. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a big guy, you know, and I think you're right. We talked to Calvin Shepard, the linebacker's coach, a couple weeks ago, and he said, look, I like where this player is heading. Every week he's getting better and better. And he mentioned the point, look, he's just learning the stacked linebacker spot. You know, we changed our defense a little bit. Um, He he was a defensive end. And and the game that he had um, Sunday, 12 tackles, the sack that you mentioned, a tackle for loss. Um, he, He was the one who tipped the ball. Um, on Kirby Joseph's yep. first interception. Well, I don't, I don't really know how much he necessarily did. Well, Rodgers just threw it right into his face. It but happened. Yeah, he got he in the got way. He got there. He yeah. got in the way. He was there. He, he was gets, in position. He gets the pass defender. He absolutely does. So, yeah, right spot, right? Right place, right time. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Hey, you know, I say that about my golf game all the time. But, uh, but he deserves a shout out. So again, you, you liked the, what the rookies did. You liked what Derek Barnes did. And that's another Brad Holmes draft pick. Just to further the point that we made at the beginning. That's yeah. another guy that was brought in by this regime and they had high hopes for, made a big trade to yeah. go get. And, and that's a guy now you're seeing dividends. And so, you know, now you look to Chicago who... Um, put up a lot of points today. Put up a lot of points, but lost, correct? Yes. Did like, lose. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get uh couldn't get uh ahead of ahead of the uh of the sticks there and and they fall to 3 and 6, I believe. So, now that's an interesting matchup next week. You go in um to Chicago. They've figured some things out with with Justin Fields and, and his ability to run the football. They've kind of I think unlocked yeah. that part of their offense that was much needed. Um and so it'll be a really good test and can the Lions now stack two good defensive form Performances together it doesn't do them any good to to have a great performance, win a game against the Packers, and then you go back to maybe what we saw the first month of the season, and and and, and you don't um, stack wins. I mean that's what they have to do now because of the one and six start. They put themselves in a situation where they got to stack wins, so that defense has got to you know look at this performance, watch the film, love what they see. Um, but then put together a good plan for Chicago and build on it. And I think you're going to be playing a, a different kind of game next week you know Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 43 times today Justin Fields is probably not going to do that they're going to be you know he ran for 180 yards today they are they are going to be and they have two good running backs they are going to try to do the opposite of what the Packers did today and you're going to have to play the inverse of the defensive game and I'm I'm excited to see how it comes out and then the Lions passing offense has got to be a little bit you get another you get a full week without Hawkinson you figure it out that way they're still figuring some things out hopefully they get a guy like Josh Reynolds back um something like that he missed uh Sunday's game because of a back injury that flared up at practice this week so we'll have it all broken down for you we'll we'll see who's at practice who's not we'll have another 20 minute in the huddle this week and then uh we'll do another one of these in Chicago sound good we'll see who get the podcast bump next week